If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. According to meteorologists, three more atmospheric rivers are headed to Sonoma County. Three more rivers in the sky. Uh, and experts are saying more storms will begin tonight. And the storms, unfortunately, are going to continue through January 20th, which is next Friday. Another two to three inches may fall over the weekend before smaller amounts of rainfall develop early next week. But precipitation levels are expected to decrease between ne- next week's atmospheric rivers are headed south along the coast before then turning east above land. So there's some good news yeah. is what we're gathering. Uh, and, you know, because of fallen trees, lack of electricity, flooding, and other concerns related to storms, we do have a couple of school districts and sites and school closures today. Uh, Tanner, what are those schools that are closed? Fort Ross Elementary School District, Horkin School District. It also plans to be closed on Thursday, January 12th, as well as Cassia School District in Montgomery Elementary. Well, in case you missed it, the 80th Annual Golden Globe Awards went down last night uh, from Beverly Hills. Uh, And Jared Carmichael, he's a comedian, hosted the awards show honoring achievements in both film and television. Eddie Murphy was actually honored with the Cecil B. DeMille Award, and Ryan Murphy received the Carol Burnett Award. Uh, Some of the other big winners include, and I kid you not, I had to look up some of these. I had no idea these were movies or films. (laughs) Uh, The Fablemans won uh, Best Motion Picture for Drama. Had to look that one up. Never heard of it. I don't know if I'm behind on the times or what. But Best Actor, Austin Butler and Elvis. And then Kate, Kate Blanchett won Best Actress in a Drama for her performance in Tar. It's always interesting when award shows happen because I, I'm right there with you, Amber. I'm like, I'm not I'm not sure if I'm out of touch or <laughs> what, but I've never heard these movies. And I watch the movies later. I'm like, oh, that is a great movie. Have you ever heard of The Fablemans? No. That's a new one for me. I, I looked it up last night. I think you'd like it. Awesome. Well, I'll go check that out. Everybody loves George Strait. George released his last album, Honky Tonk Time Machine. And fans have been wondering, when am I going to get new music from The King? Maybe write this down. Take a well, the king did an interview with Cowboys and Indians magazine, and he revealed that he is currently working on a new album. He said, quote, I like making records and plan on doing another one soon. I'm narrowing down my choices right now. And George seldom, seldomly writes his own songs, but he's like brilliant at picking songs. I don't think anybody's better. I mean, the man has sold over 120 million records. As for what he looks for in a song, it has to be a great melody. And if the lyrics are also good, then he's interested. He said, quote, a great lyric along with a great melody is obviously what you're looking to create. So there will be new music, but it's going to be a while before we hear it because he's still searching for songs. George Strait's also gearing up for his biggest tour in over a decade. Chris Stapleton and Little Big Town will be joining him and the closest show to Sonoma County will be on June 17th in Seattle, Washington. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. There are major issues with supply. You see a worldwide shortage. A nationwide shortage. Ketchup packets, chicken, and paper goods. There's going to be a massive shortage. Hey, where is it? What is something you hope there is never a shortage of? So there's a nationwide egg shortage right now, and it's happening because of the avian flu. Over 57 million birds have been affected by the flu in recent months, and a dozen eggs is selling for $7.50 right here in California. 
I saw where some places were having to buy like pallets of eggs for $97 and they used to only have to pay like 10 or 11 bucks for them. Absolutely. Why is that so much? Nuts. I'm thinking about restaurants too, how how tough that might yeah. be for a place like the Omelette Express in Santa Rosa. Could you imagine? Oh man, the poor Omelette Express. We gotta go and support them somehow. <laughs> yeah. uh, they might run out of eggs. Who knows? We, they might they, have to be the Pancake Express. Yeah, maybe let's not order eggs when we go there. <laughs> this is especially troubling to me because I eat at least six eggs a day which I know can be a little bit excessive. And I was so desperate to find eggs over the weekend that I went to three grocery stores in Santa Rosa trying to find them. No luck. And I eventually found hard-boiled eggs at Costco. And I guess that'll do the trick for now and that'll get my fix. Maybe you should try the farmer's market Ooh. on Saturday morning. Yeah. There's eggs there. That's such a good idea. Yeah, it is. I'm full of them. <laughs> got any more questions? I've got answers. <laughs> I'm going to be asking all morning. <laughs> uh, Amber, what is something you hope there is never a shortage of and it would be your shortage nightmare? Probably coffee. You Ooh. probably guess that. Yeah. I feel like there's been some sort of coffee shortage in the past. It doesn't really affect me as much as this egg situation is affecting you. Uh, but it's like one of those situations where I'd go to Costco and just scoop all the coffee into my cart and <laughs> yeah. just like, you know, no shame. I'm not making eye contact with anyone. I'm, I'm buying all the coffee. Getting some comments on our Amber and Tanner in the morning Facebook page. What is something you hope there is never a shortage of? Val from Santa Rosa says wine. Uh, John from Georgia said deodorant and mouthwash. You can only pick one thing, John. <laughs> uh, and the most common answer was love. Catching the catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Should Gastos gas stoves get banned could they get banned uh, apparently the u.s consumer product safety commission wants a ban or at least regulation on new gas stoves and the agency said this is a hidden hazard uh, products that can't be made safe can be banned so apparently the nitrogen dioxide the carbon monoxide and other pollutants found um, in gas stoves can and have been linked to respiratory illness cardiovascular problems cancer so many other things and i read this yesterday and i kid you not tanner i shouted out loud uh because more than 12 percent of childhood asthma cases have been linked to gas stoves and i was like wait a second we had a gas stove growing up i had childhood <laughs> asthma it could be linked for sure I, it has to be i don't know no one else i mean but no one else has asthma but you know my my mom's been sick right uh so you know it it could be linked. Yeah, I oh, have uh -huh. a gas stove in my apartment right now, and it makes me incredibly nervous because stuff breaks on the stove all the time. And, you know, I've dealt with carbon monoxide before in an apartment, so I'm always worried. I would just rather have the peace of mind to have an electric stove. You know, I, I think a lot of the, the worries are that it would affect a low-income homeowners and people are saying you know we'd rather see like labels or warnings or just like performance standards put in place rather than just banning gas stoves altogether uh but i, I you know i'm not a scientist i don't know what can be done yeah i don't know if we can do this can we ban gas stoves 
I think we should. And I think probably in the next 15, maybe 10 years, they will be banned from apartments, rentals. But I still think they'll be sale for home on sale for homeowners. I think it will just get phased out. Well, it was so weird going up uh, with a gas stove and then going to like a friend's house and they had an electric stove. I was like, what is this? Where's your pilot light? How do we how do we use this? <laughs> you know, that clicking sound was like. It was kind of like the sound of my childhood. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> so and annoying. I remember when I saw the, my first electric stove, it was just completely flat. Didn't have the burners, you know, the burners on it. I was like, whoa, we're living in 2065 <laughs> over here. The, wow. It's so weird. I, it's still kind of, okay. It still kind of freaks me out. Uh, but we, I was curious to what everyone truly thinks about this. Cause like I said, I'm not a scientist and you know, I don't know exactly what should be done. So we took a poll on our Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning and asked, should gas stoves be banned? And 95% of Sonoma County said no, they shouldn't. Interesting. The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. What's something that you love that people wouldn't necessarily expect? Carly Pierce says that many people don't know that she loves college basketball. Treat me right, when me first, be a man of this I love everything to do with the Kentucky Wildcats basketball, but I grew up with a father that's very into sports and was very athletic. I'm not very athletic other than running, so I've never really gotten that super into it other than UK basketball. But I know what happens next, girl. And what a good team to be a fan of. I mean, the Wildcats are fantastic, always in the Sweet 16 and March Madness, so good for Carly. Kind of like how you're a fan of the Georgia Bulldogs, Amber. I mean, they're great every single year, so it's pretty easy to be a fan of a fantastic team like them. Yeah, and you know, especially if you went to college there, you grew up there, kind of like what Carly was saying. It's just like everyone's coming together for one common goal, and that that's kind of what sports is about, you know? Yeah. So what is something you love that people wouldn't expect? And if you listen to the show, you know that I love the Star Wars universe. This is the first time I've ever heard this. Really? I had no ever. idea. You, I had no idea you like Star Wars. <laughs> so if you listen to the show, you know that. But if you meet me in person, I don't talk about it all the time. And a few of our new co-workers in the merge that we just had a couple of months ago were surprised to hear that I love Star Wars as much as I do. And I was like, oh, I'll tell you everything about is, Star Wars. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is confusing. It's the least surprising thing. Really? Ever. You think so? Y- yeah. I think it's because you know me so well, though. You're big dork. <laughs> big dork. It's, it's like if, if I didn't know you and someone was like, he's into Star Wars. I'm like, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. You should have saw me in in, in uh, Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland. I mean, I was nerding out, Amber. <laughs> it, it was kind of sad, honestly. <laughs> Amber, what is something that you love that people might not guess? Um, the only thing I can really think of because I'm a pretty open person. I'm, I'm very up front with the things I like uh, is is fashion and clothes uh, because I come to work every day and I wear sweats and <laughs> my hair is greasy but I'm really passionate about expressing yourself through clothing and it's funny because my friends outside of work see me dress nice and then when coworkers see me dress nice they're like what is going on? I think today's one of those it's days like, because you're wearing a great blazer today. Yeah I've got Flying Cloud Farm coming in later so, so, so I look nice today. <laughs> it's the only reason. Here we go! It's a brand new Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9.
It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Have you heard of a young woman named Olivia Dunn? Well, me either. But now I know who she is. Uh, she's apparently a star gymnast for LSU, and she's a popular TikTok influencer. But this 20-year-old woman is racking up around $2.5 million in NIL money at LSU. And on Friday, LSU, the LSU Tigers, they took on the third-ring Utah Utes in Salt Lake City, Utah. And it was the first meet of the season. But the gym was absolutely packed with fans, which sounds like, that's really great. People are into gymnastics. But no, uh, a lot of the fans were there just in support of Livia, who goes by Livy on TikTok. And unfortunately, due to an injury, Livy wasn't in the lineup. She wasn't competing. Uh, but the rowdy crowd began just chanting, we want Livy over and over again. Um, and a, a sports newscaster, his name is Josh Furlong of KSL.com, he tweeted saying there's literally a line outside of the Huntsman Center of teenage boys that kept asking if Livy is coming out. I've never seen anything like this. Now I watched the videos of this online. They're absolutely acting like animals. Uh, but the mother of a Utah gymnast stated on social media that some fans, most of them, acted in a disrespectful manner towards other gymnasts. Uh, she tweeted, as we were walking to the car, the group swarmed my daughter and her teammate. They literally said to their faces, you are not Livy, but you will do. Can we take a picture? The group also called my daughter Livy 2.0. They were so rude and disrespectful. Uh, and after the mom made comments, Olivia actually had to address the situation, saying, on social media I will always appreciate the love and support from you guys but if you come to a meet I want to ask you to please be respectful of other gymnasts and the gymnast community as we're just doing our job now to be clear these were teenage boys but this should be a teachable moment you know they were excited to see a person someone they follow on social media that has 40 plus million other obsessed fans but uh, but they no, had no idea how to compose themselves or comport themselves during this competition or after. But I just want to say being excited to see one person really has little to do with the poor treatment of others for not being the person that they came to see, for not being the person you want to see. And that's extremely hurtful uh, to these young women. I just don't do that. Don't shame a person for not being someone else and acting like it's such a sin for not being Livy. Um, and you know, it's not even about Livy. Hundreds of 17 year old boys were oblivious to the athletes competing in this competition. They were disrespecting them. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't a concert. It was a gymnastics meet. So what do you think about this? Let us know. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack, Tanner reads headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie, cause it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines, one of them is real. Can Amber identify the headline in a haystack? In 2023, I have fooled Amber three times. Amber, you have guessed the headline in a haystack correctly once. Amber, how you feeling today? 
sleepy because my dog woke me up at 3 a.m. to go potty. Ooh, that's <laughs> not fun. So I don't know if I'm going to be as focused and as attentive to Headline at Haystack today as I want to be, but let's try it. Now, we have themes on Headline in a Haystack, and today's theme is kind of bizarre. It is the tongue edition. Weird, but I'm here for it. <laughs> Headline number one, Napa County man can predict the weather by sticking tongue out. Headline number two, man losing tongue due to energy drinks. And here's headline number three, man gets tongue stuck to ice cream truck. <laughs> I'm going to go with that one. I like that one. The man gets his tongue stuck to the ice cream truck. Amber, that is not the headline in the stack. <laughs> I was so sure. <laughs> you want to take another stab at it? Uh, a man loses tongue from drinking too many energy drinks. Amber, that is... The headline in a haystack. <laughs> Red Bull gives you wings. Without you, I'd be so tired. Energy blend keeps me for hire. <laughs> Again, the headline in a haystack was man losing tongue due to energy drinks. A London teacher, his name is Dan Royals, is losing his tongue because of energy drinks. He posted pictures of it actually physically peeling away. Dan yeah. says that his tongue is deteriorating because he drinks six energy drinks every single day. And the Oof. chemicals in the drinks are eating away at his flesh. What's in there? Gasoline? The Probably. Heck is he, what's in the energy drinks he's drinking? I'm drinking a Red Bull right now and it <gasps> feels like gasoline. Ooh, you told on yourself! Oh no, I'm doing the dry <laughs> January without the energy drinks, aren't I? Oh my gosh. I just completely outed myself. I wasn't going to say anything. Don't lose your tongue. Headline in a haystack. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Have you ever lost a bet? What was the bet and what did you lose? As you know, Georgia won the college football national championship game by beating TCU 65-7. to Ouch. That's a whooping. But I don't know, Tanner, you might remember this. There is this Houston furniture store owner, Mattress Mac. Oh, yeah. He made this huge bet, and he lost $3 million on Monday night because he bet that TCU would beat Georgia, and that didn't happen. $3 million down the porcelain drain. <laughs> and Mattress Mac always bets on teams in Texas. The Houston Astros he, Astros, he bet on them earlier this year and won like $6 million or something like that. And this guy is loaded. <laughs> so I wonder if $3 million is a ton for him. It would be for us. It's so much money. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Why are you doing this, Mattress Mac? Uh, but... I've never really bet on anything, not especially not to this extent. Um, Tanner, have you ever lost a bet? What did you have to do? I have lost bets. I never bet with money because I'm terrified of losing money. Uh, but I remember when the Seattle Seahawks went up against the uh, New England Patriots in 2015 after they won the Super Bowl. I was so confident that they were going to win a Super Bowl that I bet a college classmate that if the Seahawks lose, I have to wear a dress to all my classes the next day. And the Seahawks lost at the last second and I had to wear a dress the next day. Well, at least it was comfortable, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. So much breathing room. It, it's truly shocking. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I support you wearing dresses. Should I bring it back? <laughs> um, if you want. <laughs> if, only if you want. Well, uh, we did ask on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929. Have you ever lost a bet? What was the bet? What'd you lose?
Uh, Dustin from Windsor said $15,000 at the craps table, along with many other big losses. That's gambling. One day up, next day down. That's why we don't do it. <laughs> uh, Lucy from Santa Rosa says Dodgers versus Giants. Bet was that the Giants would go further than the Dodgers, and that season, they did not. She said the losing person had to wear the other team's hat for a week. I only did it a day because I couldn't handle the shame. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I could handle the shame of wearing Dodgers gear either. That's bad. Uh, Mike from Novato said, 10K on San Diego State, 3-1 March Madness many years ago. Wanted to go out with a bang in Las Vegas. Game was never even close. Syracuse ended up winning that one by like 20. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call David about his toy collection and Barry's going to be representing his family today on this strange call. Hi, is this David? Uh, yeah, this is David. Who am I speaking to? Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling on behalf of your family today. Uh, okay. I understand you have a huge action figure collection at your home. Is that correct? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I do. What does that have to do with my family? Your wife says that you haven't been paying enough attention to her or your kids, and you've been spending too much time with your toys. And so she hired a lawyer? And we investigated the matter, and we estimate that your collection is worth $15,000. Okay, how do you know that? Has she given you specific information about my collection? Yeah, I was in your home while you were at work last week, last Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, That's an invasion of privacy. Well, your wife let me in and said it was fine. Uh, I can't believe I'm having this conversation with you and not with her. Two, my collection's worth a lot more than, than that, so... I spoke to your kids about your collection, and you have an eight- and six-year-old sweet kids. Uh, and what did... I? Okay, what did they have to say? They were concerned that you had more toys than they did. <laughs> okay. I, the, they, aren't, they aren't toys, to be quite clear. They're collectibles. Two-thirds what? of your collectibles, aka toys, are going to be sold at the end of the month. The no, other- you can't do that. I, the, have, have you already taken them? Out of the basement? Well, they'll be removed next week. Uh, no, I'm not letting that happen. There's absolutely no way. Well, it's going to happen whether you like it or not. I have the paperwork right here in front of me, and I'll be emailing it to you. So what we're going to do is we're going to sell your collection and deposit the money into a savings account that you cannot access. No. Uh, I, okay. Um, I'm hiring my own lawyer. Uh, one. Two, I'm obviously having a conversation with my wife when I get home. You can expect to be fired promptly. Uh, th- 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 you can't do that. That they're mine. That's mine? absolutely. That's illegal. That can't be legal. You're a lawyer. You should know that. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night Two Point Nine's Neighbor Dispute. <laughs> oh my God! What? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at seven fifty-five for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy Ninety Two Point Nine. Do you get a recurring or a themed gift? A few months ago, I discovered Christmas gnomes at Home Goods in Petaluma. You know, the stuffed gnomes, the big beard, you can't see the eyes. They're popular and they're everywhere. Yeah, I've got a ton uh, in my house during Christmas time. My friend Sydney also, we counted. She had like 30 in her apartment. Well, I'm getting there (laughs) already because I told my mom I bought one. And apparently my girlfriend told everybody that I just love these gnomes. And for the holidays... I was gifted a total of 12 gnomes. 
Well, we've talked about my gnomes before. You never said anything. You never no. said, like, I'm so passionate about gnomes. Well, apparently I am passionate about gnomes now because I just bought one and I thought to myself, oh, man, that is really cute. I, I want one of these in my in my home. And, <laughs> Great, yeah. You know, I'm getting gnome ornaments, wall decorations. I have a gnome that dances now that's in the mail. And I realized it was getting a little out of control because uh, my girlfriend's friend, Tila sent us a package in the mail for the holidays and gifted me a Valentine's Day gnome. And I, I was like, oh, apparently there's gnomes for every holiday now. Yeah, we have um, a little Georgia bulldog themed gnome that we put on top of our Christmas tree. And I, and I hate it, but Cole loves it. <laughs> so I was like, okay, if we're gonna go with gnomes, we're gonna go, we're gonna go full gnome. Amber, are I you guess. short on any gnomes? Because I have <laughs> no. way too many. Keep your gnomes, dude. Uh, oh, Keep your it. gnomes, but <laughs> no, there are gnomes for everything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, you should never roam alone, Tanner. Take your gnome with you everywhere. Yeah. And this kind of like what happened to me with candles. Uh, Cole's uncle asked what I liked. And uh, Cole's like, I, she likes candles. Yeah. So every year, someone from his family gives me candles. And I'm like, okay, I can never say that I like just one thing anymore. You have a candle in every single room. <laughs> Forget one candle. There's five and you're creating there's your five. own smells. Yeah, it's, it's weird. <laughs> Got a message on Facebook from Nancy from Runner Park. We're talking about gifts that are recurring or themed. Uh, Nancy said, yes, Starbucks gift cards, best ever. We got to start saying, you know what we really like? Cash, you know? <laughs> I love millions of dollars. Can I get that for the holidays? <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9 presents Amber Gets Married. Brought to you by Flying Cloud Farm in Petaluma, Sonoma County's premier wedding venue. Every week, Amber, Jeanette, and Julia discuss the trials, tribulations, and highlights of being a modern-day bride. And all that comes with planning a wedding right here in Sonoma County. Please welcome Flying Cloud owners Jeanette and Julia and Amber from Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy 92.9. Okay, what about vendors? But that's like one of the biggest questions when you get asked. Because you know, some venues have recommended vendors and you absolutely have to use those recommended vendors. And then some are just suggestions. Mm-hmm. So how does it work for you guys? So we do ask that you choose a caterer from our preferred list since that will be the staffing for the event. And it just goes so seamlessly when it's a caterer that has worked with us before. We know how they operate. They know how we operate. We do have a, if you want to go off of the list. So there are certain instances where as long as are pre-approved we've worked with other caterers too but we do ask that it's some it's a cater from the list and then the rest are just helpful suggestions so we have kind of an endless list of different types of vendors on there so it's great to be able to reference that but if you have someone that you love a lot of people come with a photographer that they already love you're more than welcome to use your own additional vendors it's i mean it's always helpful if they've been there before but we can we will be the vendor liaison so we'll be there and kind of walk them through give them a tour if they need it show them some good spots to set up so it's not really necessary that the rest of them have worked with us before well i think that recommendation definitely matters Mm -hmm. and that's something that's important to me because i don't know anything about weddings i don't know anything about getting married right so having you know those recommendations and having people like you who can back those types of things up i think is absolutely wonderful i know that you do provide some things for the wedding it's like 
for example, tables and chairs, mm-hmm. those are provided for your guests. Yeah. So we do have all the dining tables. We typically use 60 inch round dining tables. We do also have banquet tables. So some people want to do a long head table or a small sweetheart table with head tables for the bridal party. So we have some flexibility on the table sizing and we have a wooden gift table that you can use. We have kind of another fun little gray accent table. We have natural wood folding chairs that we use outside. For cocktail seating inside, we do have some shibari chairs and some additional kind of wine colored cushion chairs in there. The wine, uh, the umbrellas, we have a bunch of those that we cover everything with outside the courtyard and all the dining tables. We are very aware of where the shadows are the time of the day. Yeah. And so during ceremony, we make sure everyone has shade. And during dinner, we make sure everyone has shade. We also have some freestanding easels that you can use. And then we have our existing pergola, which people like to dress up for the ceremony site. We also have a white freestanding arbor that sometimes people like to do a ceremony in the courtyard instead of on the lawn. And then we can dress that up too. So we have a bunch of kind of accent tables as well as all the dining furniture. Listen to Amber Gets Married every week live on Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy929.com and wherever you listen to podcasts. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. What is the oddest reason why you broke up with somebody? Mama, can you die from a broken you to avoid getting dumped this year so here are the top five things that give adults the ick okay before i say this i feel like i have all of these things <laughs> uh number five one of the things that gives adults the ick is having bad breath uh number four double texting that's basically sending somebody a second text if you haven't responded if they haven't responded after the first one Number three, being overbearing and rude. And number two on the list of the top things that give adults the ugh, pretending to be more knowledgeable about something than they actually are. The number one thing that gives adults the ick is smelling bad. Mm, some deodorant, maybe some mouthwash. Seems like it could go a long ways, especially if you're in a relationship. Amber, what is the oddest reason why you have bra- broken up with somebody? Oh, man. You know, I'm not, I'm really embarrassed about some of the things I did when I was a teenager. And I broke up with this one guy because he was just too nice. Really? He was just too He was just too nice. You know what? I've been dumped because I was too nice in a relationship before. <laughs> it sucks. Because you're like, I'm doing everything right. I don't know how to describe it. I think that part of it was he was kind of overbearing, mm. just overly nice. And it was just too, it was too much for me to handle. And uh, it, it just... We just didn't mesh well. I don't know. What about you? Uh, The reason why I broke up with somebody was this girl named Sam in college. And I broke up with her because she lived across the street from me. And uh, she was a nice girl. Nothing was wrong with the relationship. But I just felt like I needed some space. And she would randomly drop by all the time. And I I had kind of a problem with it. And it was very early in the relationship. So, I mean, I'm a serial monogamer. I'm always in relationships. But that one was just too much for me. I'm sorry. Ah, poor girl. It's okay. She probably hates me. <laughs> uh, Jennifer from Kenwood, why did you dump a partner? I had a boyfriend, and his hair was kind of long, not not quite the mullet, but 
shorter on the top and longer in the bottom. He showed up one day with his head shaved bald, and I said, uh-uh. He was like, really? I said, yeah, you look stupid. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. Have you ever seen someone maybe perform surgery on themselves or try to act like a doctor? We were talking on the show yesterday about how these kids on TikToks or TikToks, that sounds so old, on TikTok are uh, trying to remove their braces themselves. And Dennis were like, don't do this. You need to have an actual doctor do this for you. I cannot believe kids are doing that. My entire adolescence, I wanted braces so bad, and I would have done anything for them, but these kids are saying, forget that. I'm going to remove them myself. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm a, I'm an adult woman. I don't understand teenagers these days, but it definitely brought up a semi-traumatic memory for me, seeing someone try to surgically remove something themselves. Uh, I was out fishing with my family. I was probably around seven or eight, years old we were on this pontoon boat on lake sinclair in millersville georgia and my cousin chris went to like cast his line threw it back and the fish hook stuck into his dad's back oh. and the whole world stopped and i was like ah! and everyone was like ah! and my uncle just didn't even flinch takes his hand goes around his back yanks the fish hook out as hard as he can and he's just like dang it chris <laughs> and my cousin Chris was laughing. My uncle was bleeding. I was screaming. And I asked my cousin Chris all the time if he remembers this story, and he says he doesn't. That's a shame because it's a great story. I, what do you mean you don't remember <laughs> sticking a fish hook in your dad's back? <laughs> and from my recollection, my uncle never even went to the hospital. So I don't wow. know if he like sewed it up himself. What happened? We fished for the rest of the day. Your uncle should have been on the show Survivor. No. No. He wouldn't have made it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, have you ever seen someone do something like this before, Tanner? Have you ever seen someone like perform surgery on themselves or try to act like a doctor? I have tried to perform surgery on myself. Uh, I did wrestling growing up. And when you do wrestling, you get a bunch of warts on your fingers. Just the mats dirty. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I got sick and tired of the warts. My mom didn't take me to the doctor to get them frozen off. So I found a pocket knife and tried to remove them myself was not a good situation. Had bandages all over my fingers the next day. My mom goes, what's going on with your fingers? You wouldn't take me to the doctor. <laughs> it was so painful. And I have I some scars on my fingers from that incident. And uh, it's a good reminder to not be your own doctor. Yeah, they make these little freeze cans now. At, like You can get them at CVS or Rite Aid or something where you can just freeze that wart yourself. That's good to know. I yeah. wish I would have known that when I was 10. They may not have had it then. Yeah. You know, you're just <laughs> trying to figure out things. Well, we've got Pam from Runner Park on the phone. Pam, you were saying that you also have a fish hook story. What happened? My husband decided to clean out his tackle box on the living room floor. You know, take all the hooks out and the lures and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, later in the day, he, you know, we have company come over and his fishing gear's put away. And I'm walking out through the living room and it's back, you know, the old 1979, not shag, but longer carpet that was rusty orange color. I have a glass in each hand with a drink for two friends. And on my way to give them their drinks, a sudden pain got in my piggy toe, my little toe. No. And I stopped right where I was, and I looked down, and a fish hook <laughs> was in my 
toe. No. And I made my husband pull it out. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9.